This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Guna Tour, back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Thank you so much for joining me as always. What a beautiful morning it is. Oh, it is gloriously positive. And, you know, it's just nice to be sitting clear at the top of the Premier League table, laughing at Gary Neville and Manchester United. Always a nice place to be. Uh, good morning, everybody joining us live in the chat box today. Scrolling up, good morning to Johan, good morning to David, Steve, Marcus, Peeny Wing, good morning to Ray. Um, Dave says, today is the day that we realise that Eddie is the real deal, a proper top-tier striker, his best game ever for us. Uh, Unknown Gamer says 100k per week now looks like a bargain. It is brilliant when people are proven wrong and it is to the benefit of Arsenal or a player of Arsenal. And I think we've all come to learn that a lot of us have had doubts, for sure. Eddie and Ketty, what a player. Uh, Cosmic Steps, thank you so much for becoming a brand new member of the channel. We have plenty more members sign up yesterday as well during our podcast. I'll talk more about that in a second. Um, but the uh, the TGT family is growing. I've left a new link to the Discord server for expert members and TGT ambassadors in the community tab on the YouTube channel. So please make sure you, uh, yeah, that you uh, drop in a uh, in there and you can join the Discord server. So um, our first story is, of course, yesterday's massive, massive win against Manchester United. If you want to get my thoughts and feelings uh, around the game and the thoughts and feelings of my four guests yesterday, Guy, Raf, John and Albert all joined me yesterday to have a really good chinwag uh, about uh, Eddie and Ketia's performance. We talked about, obviously, the result, what it means. We talked a bit about transfers. We answered questions from the chat box. I'm really trying to do the podcast as much as I can as close to the game. It is difficult with my job for obvious reasons, and I'm not going to be able to do that for the Manchester United, Manchester City game on Friday because I'm going to be at the Etihad, of course, um, travelling for one of the away games. But... Uh, I like the fact that I'm able to do some of the podcasts pretty soon after the games again. And uh, yeah, it was a really, really good show. So if you haven't already given that a listen, please make sure you do it. It's the last upload on the channel. Um, Here's a couple of photos of Gary Neville. Lol, that's it. I'm not even going to add you any context to this. I just wanted to show you these pictures. So if you're listening on audio, do hop over to YouTube and uh, make yourself smile this morning. So morning, Gary. 
Hope you're doing well, my friend. Um, <laughs> Leandro Trossard, of course, was picked for his debut by Mikel Arteta, who faced the media after the game and spoke about the impact of a number of things. He was asked about Eddie and Ketia. He said, what Eddie is doing is incredible. We cannot say that we saw that we are hoping that he could do that because of the way that he is, because of his mentality, because of his qualities and how those qualities fit within the team. Losing Gabriel Jesus was a big blow. It is still a big blow today. But Eddie is responding and the team, I think, in an exceptional way. So that is obviously fantastic. He was asked about the character in the squad. He said today, particularly what I've seen. Yes, tomorrow. I don't know. Or next week. I don't know. That's the thin balance and the temperature of a team that unfortunately you must always tweak. But today... Yes, the character is very, very good indeed. He was asked about whether or not we're favourites for the title and he said, I don't have an opinion. It can be a perception. I know my team so well. I know where we are. I know we are here and I know where we want to be. And we are still far from that. I know the level of the other teams, especially one that has won everything in the last five or six years. And we are not there yet. Keeping our feet firmly on the ground. But uh, Leandro Trossard, I thought being selected, of course, I'm not going to sign for Arsenal, but coming off the bench yesterday gave me such encouragement as to that competition and the depth now in our forward line too. Anuna Tavares was spotted attending the game yesterday uh, by a number of fans. Uh, he has returned to Arsenal, I believe, for the first time since leaving on loan for Marseille. He's had a good season. Of course, he's suspended uh, for games because of his red card, but has scored five goals playing left wing back. He will return in the summer. And what will happen with Tavares in the future is anyone's guess at this stage, but certainly uh, I think he has shown improvement this year and we may indeed see either a profit made or him integrated into the team, uh, maybe even replacing Kieran Tierney if he is indeed to move on in the summer. Now, Arsenal's ladies were uh, unfortunately and saw their game against Brighton postponed due to a frozen pitch. This was a problem across the WSL across the weekend. Chelsea's game was abandoned just, I think, eight minutes into the game after it was decided that the pitch was too hard for uh, for the girls to play. And to be honest, that's the right decision. Whilst it's really frustrating, of course, that games are being called off before or even during the game. For anyone that's ever played on a frozen pitch or gone close to playing on a frozen pitch, extremely dangerous. Uh, there's no giving the ground at all. Your studs just skid. It's like playing with ice skates on. So unfortunately, despite the fact that uh, Arsenal did indeed, I think, travel um, for their game against Brighton, it was called off, and that means that uh, they will, of course, have to rearrange that one of Arsenal trying to chase down the WSL title this season. Uh, Jakob Kivior uh, was in attendance yesterday for the match against United, and his agent has actually revealed how Arteta got the transfer done. In an interview, uh, I think on Italian television, he spoke about the fact that Kivior had spoken to Mikel Arteta before New Year's Eve. So discussions are obviously going on behind the scenes, as we know. We talk about the speed at which some deals get done. And in the perception of the Kivior situation, it certainly seemed that way. With the Fabio Vieira deal, it certainly seemed that we got that deal done very quickly indeed. What I hope this does is I hope it stands as encouragement to people for them to recognise and realise that these deals are going on behind the scenes, that there is a lot happening that we don't know of and that we won't know of because the club wants to keep as much as they can very, very secret indeed. And if they're able to do that, we have situations like we do with Kivior, with Vieira, with Matt Ryan that just come out of the blue. We don't expect it and it's suddenly done. And these are the best kinds of transfers. Even from my perspective, someone that loves talking about transfers, loves the build-up, loves getting plenty of warning to be able to produce content on the players. Um, but for me, I think this is a fantastic opportunity that we see these deals get done for us to realise 
that there is stuff going on. Yes, that is indeed Edu with Kivior there. Uh, he was sitting next to him, I believe, for the majority of the game uh, and his other half as well, of course, too. So, yes, it's good to see him in the ground. He is expected to be announced as an Arsenal player today and uh, we will indeed potentially see Kivior involved against Manchester City on Friday. Let's wait and see. Now, negotiations with Declan Wright are set to take place over the next few months as Arsenal try to wrap up a deal for the West Ham United midfielder. Fabrizio Romagna, oh, I just realised I've completely spelled negotiations, or I'll put negotiations, which is just not a word. How have I managed to do that? That's horrific. Uh, let's just change that. Negotiations. There we are. That's what happens when you try to type quickly at 8am. Um, but the negotiations for Declan Rice are indeed expected to take place, as I say, over the next few months or so. Um, and looking forward to hopefully seeing a deal wrapped up in the summer. This would be a massive deal for Arsenal to get finished. If we can get this one done, it would represent the seriousness, I think, of the squad building challenge that we are undertaking, that we want to solidify ourselves at the top of the Premier League table and be a competitor for years and years to come. Now, Fulham are said now to be looking at potential alternatives to Cedric Suarez. Negotiations with the players' representatives have been tricky. His wage demands have been excessive. And unfortunately, that has left Arsenal in a situation where they may end up not getting any money for Cedric Suarez during this window. Now, the players' contract is expects, uh, expected to expire in 2024, which means that he does have a year left at the end of this season. Now, this has a direct impact perhaps on maybe why we are seeing what is going to happen with the next story and our headline story that I need to talk about. According to David Ornstein this morning, Arsenal have agreed terms with uh, Real Valladolid over a €15 million Euro deal for Ivan Fresneda. However, Borussia Dortmund have also agreed a deal on the same price tag as um, as Arsenal have for Real Valladolid. It is expected that a decision will be made today on what the player's future is. Now, part of that deal, we'll see him loaned back to Real Valladolid for the rest of the season. I believe that this was a requirement of agreeing the deal itself and that Borussia Dortmund, of course, were willing to do that because they've got their own players in those positions. But what I would say is that Arsenal have always been confident about this one. We've heard on numerous occasions from outlets out in Spain that the player has spoken directly to Mikel Arteta and has been very convinced by the Arsenal project. So it's my understanding that Arsenal are confident that Ivan Fresneda should choose them, but this is not a done deal with this situation as it stands. Now, at Dortmund, they have a number of right-backs, just looking at their squads at this moment in time. They have one, two, three, four, five right-backs. You've got Felix Paslak, you've got Matteo Bowser, you've got uh, Thomas Munier, who is at the moment injured, uh, Marius Wolf and Julian Reyerson, um, all available, according to Transformat, to play right-back. Not familiar too much with that Dortmund squad this season, but they have a lot and Arsenal, of course, if you think about what we've got, we've got currently three, but you'd expect Cedric to move on. And Fresneda is a very different style of fullback to the ones that we have available. Dortmund have got a fantastic reputation of developing young players, but so do we. There's hope that Arsenal will indeed be the team that he chooses. We will give you as much information as we can when this deal is indeed hopefully done. But at least today you'll be getting information on one confirmed signing, which is expected to be Jakub Kivior. Okay, let's move to part two and your questions right after this. (music) 
Okay, uh, let's go to part two. Lovely stuff. Um, Mohamed Basha says, um, Hi, Tom. Do you think that Matt Turner will start against Manchester City? P.S. I love how we're showing so much grit and determination at the moment. So am I, uh, Mohamed. It has been fantastic. Um, I do think he will start. You know, he started the last game, I think, when we played against Oxford. Of course he did. It was Oxford, you would think. But he had a really good World Cup. I have absolutely no problem with Matt Turner starting that game. I think that he deserves that rotation, deserves those minutes. And he is pushing, of course, to be a competitor in the Arsenal first team. You know, this is someone that I think impressed a lot at the World Cup and really showed what he was capable of achieving. So, yes, I think Matt Turner will start the game on Friday. And, uh, yeah, we can always improve. Question, says Gunnar Jake. Tom, spelling can always get better in it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it can. It can indeed. I should take some lessons from Mikel Arteta in regards to his uh, colloquialisms. That's a hard word to say. Um, that was a fantastic interview. It was just kind of the moment where everyone had to, it was like took a bit of a step back. Like, did he did he actually say in it? And he did in it. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um Tamid says, Hey Tom, a great performance last night from me. I thought the podcast was great. <laughs> no, I know you're talking about Arsenal. Uh, shocking from Ben White, though. Partey recovered in the second half, unlike Benny. Seems like we really need to get Fresneda done for competition. Uh, you know, if we think about it to me, this season, that's probably Ben White's worst performance amongst a season where he's been absolutely flawless. He's been so, so good this season. Proved all of his doubts is wrong. You have off games. Players have a few off games. That's very, very normal. And Ben White... Had a bit of an off first half, got booked, was taken off for Tommy Asu quite rightly. Credit to Arteta for making that decision. I've got no worries about that. We're not bringing in Fresneda because we need competition for Ben White. We're bringing in Fresneda because he's a very different style of right back to what we've currently got. He fits what Arteta likes in a fullback and he wants to have more options and alternatives available to him. He's a young player of lots and lots of potential. So let's see what happens with him in the future. Um... Alex says, are the Camavinga rumours that he is happy at Real Madrid and this isn't happening true? Should we just pay the money and get Tielemans now rather than wait until the summer? Um, I think the Camavinga rumours that he's happy at Real Madrid um, are true. I think he's happy there at the moment and he is going to be staying there. The rumours were pretty much quashed within 24 hours of them coming out. Um, But regarding Tielemans, he is not uh, expected to leave this month. He doesn't want to leave this month. He wants to move in the summer on a free, whether that's to Arsenal, we'll have to wait and see. Our kind of views on him and the midfield market may have changed by the summer, but there is an expectation that Tillemans will indeed leave Leicester on a free transfer in the summer. Um, Gashes says, hey, Tom, what are your thoughts on the recovery of Partey on Anthony? Yeah, I, I, I never thought Partey was slow, but he really did surprise me about how quick he was. I would say as a caveat, I didn't realise how slow Anthony was. He's not quick. He's not that quick at all. Like, And if he is, he doesn't use his pace correctly. I was heavily underwhelmed by how kind of, uh, by, by Anthony's speed because it doesn't really exist. Uh, Christopher says, hi, Tom. Uh, how many of our academy players do you think will make their debuts before the season finishes? I don't think many, Chris, to be honest. Not now, anyway. I don't think you'll see maybe any debuts from academy players i don't think we're going to see raw waters i don't think we're going to see a mario koja dubri i don't think we're going to see um miles lewis i don't think we're going to see any youngsters make their debut between now and the end of the season um that's not to say that they're not good enough or that there's a mistake that we've we've made in not giving them opportunities there's just not been an opportunity in between now and the end of the season we've got man city in the fa cup maybe if you were to get say um a, a, a League Two side in the fifth round if we progress past Man City in the FA Cup. But other than that, I can't see another opportunity 
for us to play um, our youngsters. So it's unfortunate, but we just haven't been able to have the opportunity. Charlie says, they will start Ortega in goal. I went on their forum and they want to put their full strength teams out to batter us. I'm not surprised. You know, Man City's of old would be talking about rotating. I'm sure that Haaland will play. I think De Bruyne will probably play. I think they're going to go fairly strong. I think we should change a couple of players, but I actually want to see us go fairly strong. You know, we've not got a game for another week, I don't think, after this. Let's have a quick look about the matches. Our game after Man City is against Everton the following Saturday, so that gives us more than a week to prepare, because this game's, of course, on Friday night. I would swap in. uh, Turner comes in for Ramsdale. I think Tommy Asu starts this game at right back. I think I'd keep um Saliba arguably you could bring Kivior in and give Gabriel a bit of a rest um if you want to start him straight away of course Zinchenko or Tierney I think you can bring Tierney into the team without too much of a problem I think Partey starts I think Xhaka starts I think maybe you you put in Vieira or Smithrow for for Erdegaard maybe you give him a bit of a rest but I have no problem playing Erdegaard Saka Trossard starts over Martinelli and then Ketia continues to play through the middle. I don't have a problem with that. You think about how strong we went against Oxford. We changed out the whole midfield and we changed our fullbacks. But other than that, it was fairly strong. I don't think Rob Holding needs to play this game. You know, I think we've got a good enough team and Kivior can come in and get an opportunity to play and make his debut in the cup as well. Good way to ease him in. I say ease, it's Man City, but I would go fairly strong for that game. Anyway, we'll get to the preview show, of course, on about Wednesday, Thursday time. So make sure you are subscribed for that content. By the way, we are very, very close to hitting... uh... Sorry if you heard that in the background. That's my dro playing behind me. Um, Then please do, um, because, of course, we're very close to hitting that uh, 44,000 mark, which would be unbelievably sick if we could. (laughs) So let's try and do that. Uh, One men, uh, yes, indeed, there will be a tactical breakdown on Fresnader out as soon as I can get hold of someone who knows plenty about it. Uh, Temi says, do you think Saka is world-class now? He's been consistently bringing top-tier performances for three years now. It's difficult to come up with an argument to say that he's not world class. So I think you're probably leaning on towards that one. Uh, ben says, hey, Tom, any updates on Zubimendi? Only that the same news we had the other day, that Arsenal were apparently willing to play the release clause, but he wants to stay at Real Sociedad until the end of the season, at least before he moves. Uh, Daniel says, when will Nketiah start for England? Southgate was at the game yesterday. Also, can we take a moment and laugh at how Kane will be signing a brand new deal? That man is a glutton for punishment. Um, He loves it. He loves not winning any trophies. He could go through his entire career without winning a major piece of silverware. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Regarding Nketiah, I'm looking around now. Who is at the World Cup? Callum Wilson. He's been better than Callum Wilson. I'm looking around for other potential strikers. Ivan Tony's obviously the other one, but Ivan Tony's not in the good books of people because obviously of the alleged betting allegations. Um, Calvert-Lewin, been doing nothing. Watkins has been okay, but surely Nketi is in with a shout. Surely Nketi is in with a shout of being in the next England squad. That is a great point, Daniel. Um, Omar says, can we beat City on the 15th of February in our biggest game of the season? At home, I think we've got a fantastic chance. A really fantastic chance. And just look at the way we approached the last time we played City with a team that was not as refined, didn't have the same kind of players as we did back then. I th- and obviously went down to 10 men as well with Gabriel sending off. We've got a great chance of winning that game. And I think they will be so up for it, like so incredibly up for that game. It doesn't need any any build-up. You know exactly what's at stake. You know exactly what you need to do. And I think that we can have a great opportunity. You will see City attack us. 
They know they need to win that game. They have to beat us if they want to turn this title race around. There's going to be spaces. There's going to be opportunities. And I think City have been vulnerable at times this season, and I'm looking forward to watching that. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, Jabu says, is this the first time we have a player in the stands that we haven't officially announced? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's happened before. Um, but uh, but Kivior hopefully will be an announced as an Arsenal player today. Uh, Mel says, Tom, what year did you start supporting Arsenal? Wow. Um, bro, that's taking me back. I'm trying to think. Primary school was the earliest memory I have of having... I got an Arsenal shirt in 2003 or four, um, which I know was a great year <laughs> to start supporting Arsenal. But that was where I really became kind of footballing conscious. Um, yeah, I think probably about 2003 or four, I think. Um, I was six or seven then. So, yeah, that's that's what no, I wasn't. I was. Eight or nine then, uh, six or seven. I would have been, what, born in 98 if that was the case. Terrible maths. Um, let's go to Marcus says, any news on De Gea's broken arm? That was an embarrassment of football. Yeah, he really did roll around on the floor like he had been shot. Um, thankfully, he's okay. His family would be very happy to hear. Um, message says, have we signed Kivior yet? No, officially no. Unofficially, yes, it's done. We're just waiting for the announcement now. Uh, Effie says, Tom, do you see Trossard maybe as a future number eight, just like Kazula was? Mm, I don't know. He's never really played the eight role, but I know what you're saying because Kazula played in a wide area when he was at Malaga and at Villarreal before he moved to Arsenal. So who knows? Maybe he can transition into that central role. But I think Smith Rowe's potentially got that position probably earmarked for the future. Um, Ansi says Pepe is in decent form right now. How much do you think we could get for him? Also, should we cash in on Balogun in the summer? Is Pepe on decent form? Um, of course, we'll be bringing you a loan roundup at the start of February for all of the loan performances up until the point of uh, up until after the World Cup. Basically, we've got a lot to talk through. Uh, he has six goals in 16 games for Nice this season. Uh, he scored two against Montpellier uh, last week on the 11th, yes, and uh, didn't score, but drew in the one in, in the nil-nil game against Rons, uh, which of course Balogun was up front, up front for this. Was that this weekend? It was uh, last weekend. Completely skipped that one by, but uh, yes, Pepe started and Balogun started in that game, but uh, it remained nil-nil. Uh, let's go to. Uh, scrolling down a little bit more in the chat. Stephen, uh, not Arsenal related, but do you think Kane realises his chance to move has come and gone? The Spuds are going to ask for a fortune for a striker with only a few years left on his deal. I think he's got, what, does it run out in 2024, that deal? I thought that was ages ago. He signed that six-year contract. Um, but I really did lock him in uh, to Spurs for the future. I just don't think there's the... I don't think the money is worth it. It's not a cost-benefit for them. anyone to sign a 29, 30-year-old Harry Kane for 100 million quid when he's only going to arguably go backwards from here. So it's very difficult to, to see him making having made a good decision in the past. He should have moved. He should have gone to Man City. He should have probably maybe even gone to Manchester United. Um, he didn't get that move. He decided to stay, and it's probably going to cost him a piece of silverware despite all the goals that he has indeed scored. Um, Oki says, Tom, if we don't get the Fresnader deal done, do you think Kivior will be our final signing of the window and will it be enough? <clears throat> um, I think that there is a good chance 
and don't quote me on this, I know you will, aggregators, um, I think there is a good chance that you will see Arsenal sign somebody between now and the end of the window outside of those two you've mentioned there. Um, I know that Arsenal are looking. I know Arsenal are willing to invest in a midfielder. Um, It's just about whether or not they find the right player and for the money that they're willing to invest in that player. Let's wait and see. I'm also very conscious of the Declan Rice situation, very conscious of Charlie Patino's situation. It could be that Arsenal are going to be adding two good midfielders into their group next season with those two names I've mentioned there. So you think about, you've got Partey, Xhaka, you add Patino and Rice to that. You've got depth in those areas of well. Smithrow and Fabio Vieira, I think, have got scope to play in number eight roles. You've got Odegaard, of course, playing in that advanced midfield position. You know, we've got some real depth there now. Uh, I think it's exciting. And I'm to seeing what we do with the squads moving forward. Um, <laughs> Tom Canton says, Arsenal are looking. Uh, Tamid says, do you think Arsenal and United could be back next season if United signs 10 Hogs players? Um, the rivalry could continue onwards. Of course, we don't have to play Man United again this season unless we play them in a cup competition, the Europa League still being one of them potentially also. Um but we've got that out the way. We've got the two Spurs games out the way. We've got one Chelsea game left, one Liverpool game left, both City games and one Newcastle game. So these five big seven, if you like, games that we've still got to play this season. Um, I think that Ten Hag will indeed continue to progress. That Liverpool, uh, that Man United team, they've got a very, very good side. They continue to invest. They need to make some smart decisions at an executive level. They could even have new owners, which might change the landscape of Man United even more in the future. Um, we need to take the opportunity to win the league while we can now, because uh, even though I think we can again, it is going to be hard. It's going to be very, very hard indeed as the league continues to get richer and teams continue to get better. Uh, G Weber says, hi, Tom. Looking at Mudrick's performance for Chelsea, did we miss a gem and should Arsenal have gone in all in? Uh, we've definitely missed out on a gem. There's no doubt about that. I think he is going to be a great player and I hate that. Have we? Should we have gone all in? I can respect the principles of the club. I respect the fact that They weren't willing to compromise their values, their principles on signings. And I think a lot of people agreed that that would have been a massive, massive overpayment in the situation. And it would have put too much, uh, you know, way too much pressure on him and I think the club as well for that to succeed. Instead, we've pivoted and we've moved really well to sign a player that's going to bring us plenty of competition with this season as well. Um, let's go to uh, Dave says, have to say I celebrated yesterday's win far more than I did against Spurs. It just felt so much bigger. Look, Spurs and beating Spurs is glorious because it's them. But if we're all very honest, they are rubbish. Like They are terrible. They aren't in the same stratosphere as where our thoughts have been. Even though they finished above us in the last six seasons, and that will come to an end this season, the fact of the matter is, is that in those six seasons, they did jack you know what. Like, they did nothing. They achieved nothing. Arsenal in those six years have got rid of Arsene Wenger. They have brought in a, an experimental coach in Emery. It didn't work out. They've changed to Mikel Arteta. And they've begun a project that has seen them rise. Well, first of all, they had to go a bit backwards to then go forwards. That's then seen them rise to where we are now through smart decision-making, Good recruitment, good executive decision-making as well. And that's why I'm so impressed by what Edu and Arteta and the boards have done collectively. And you just look at what the time wasted at Tottenham is. And bear in mind, they've had some good managers. You know, Jose Mourinho, Antonio Conte. 
Arsenal have given a guy his first job in management because they believed it was the right fit, not just because of his qualifications. And it has certainly proven Arsenal right in what they have done. So, yes, the big win yesterday was far more important than beating Spurs because Spurs, no matter how much we hate them, they're Spurs and they're crap. So they just aren't a threat to a project that's looking to win titles because that's just not what Spurs are. That's just not what they are. Uh, Harun says, hi, Tom. Have any other teams been charged by the FA for crowding around refs yet? Yes, they have. Um, They have, actually. Let me have a quick check uh, on the FA spokesperson. But I have seen a number of charges. Um, Oh, I didn't mention that uh, Miguel Aziz was recently actually charged for misconduct in his game for on loan at Wigan. Um, Yes, we've seen Bolton and Plymouth. Uh, We've seen, I think, Wolves have got one as well. Uh, I think that uh, Nottingham Forest... Uh, was also given one uh, a same charge of failing to control their players. I think Fulham was given one as well. Um, so, yes, there have been other clubs that have been given fines, but not as many as there probably should be if we're going by the Oxford example. Um, you know, the Oxford example is so pathetically low of a bar to measure what is misconduct. It's just mad to me. So, yeah, we... <sighs> Goodness me. Balaji says, hey, Tom, uh, can we have an Arsenal mid-season review? Yes. Uh, yes, we can uh, have an Arsenal mid-season review. I'm looking to do, you know, we do those, um, uh, what they call the the rater things, or we put them into the different categories. Remember when we do those? Um, I'm looking to do that with the Arsenal squad this season. I am hoping, of course, to reunite uh, the famous end of January window podcast quartet uh, with myself, Kev Campbell, uh, Ars Blog and Clive. Hopefully we can get everyone together at the end of the window again to do one of those yearly podcasts that we do. Um, so, yes, the tier list. Thank you, chat box. Yes, the tier list videos. We'll do one of those, I think, for all the players so far this season um that's why i look to do um anyway uh, i think that's probably a nice place to finish uh, this morning's episode uh, thank you everybody that's tuned in drop a like uh, we've managed to get over a thousand likes consistently it's been excellent so please do keep dropping your your finger on that like thumbs up button it really does help us out uh, and we're very close to hitting forty-four thousand. in fact i would probably predict that we will hit forty-four thousand subscribers today that'll be confirmed tomorrow Um, But our expected subs, XS, (laughs) suggests that we will hit that 44,000 today. So thank you so much. It'd be amazing if we could hit 45 by the end of the window. I think that's going to be a challenge. A thousand subs in a week? (sighs) Oh, I don't know about that. That would be quite an incredible achievement, considering we think we've managed to get 2,000 in about three or four weeks. So it's going to be really, really tough. But share the podcast. Share the show around Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandparents, make sure they're subbed as we try and push towards 45,000 before the end of the January transfer window. Tell you what, maybe if we sign a midfielder, uh, (laughs) it'll bring more people in. We'll have to wait and see. Thank you for tuning in. Have a fantastic start to your week. I will see you tonight on the Arsenal Lounge. I'll be back on there with uh, Shaheen, uh, Mo and Lev. So join us over there tonight at eight. Uh, And yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to join you as always. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.